Good morning! This is your anxiety calling. Oh. Feeling a bit hungover, are we? Yes, I can't move. Okay, well, I'm just here to add the cherry on top and to remind you of all the embarrassing things you did last night. What? Well, you might notice the soreness in your legs. You did spontaneously dance on a table and fall off rather dramatically. Ow. Yeah. You also made out with at least three men and two women. Wow, okay. And at one point you tried to convince everyone you could squirt, but you just peed on the floor. What? Oh, you thought it was a really thrilling party trick. Oh my god. It was very funny. A bit of a trip hazard, but hilarious. For me, I mean. Please stop. Yeah, look, this one's going to hang around for a while, I'm afraid. Very embarrassing. I'll pop back in over the next few days just to make sure you remember what you did. Okay, bye. Enjoy the vomiting and explosive diarrhea. Explosive diarrhea? Don't you ever get like drug bug? Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah. it's not diarrhea. It's like heavy. Oh my, mine's heavy <laughs> diarrhea. It's liquid from both ends, let's be real. No, mine's like a legitimate bog. <laughs> That's why it's called drug bog. Terrible. And I do feel lighter afterwards. I feel so skinny. It's, yeah. <laughs> you think I'm skinny? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Funny, Always Awkward. This is a podcast about nothing and everything, especially being a hot fucking mess. My name's Maddie and I'm here with my fabulous co-host Grace. Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. No hangovers for you at the moment. No, 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 never. No. I um, My family was discussing whether or not we should do Christmas on New Year's Day because we oh. did it last year because of COVID. And they were like, oh, well, will you be available? Is that a problem for you, Grace? And I was like, I'll be doing nothing on New Year's. <laughs> I will be available yeah. because I will be eight and a half months yeah. pregnant. You're or- due mid-January? Oh, end of January. So, okay. yeah, I'll be like eight and a bit months You'll pregnant. You'll be like, you're, you're. Yeah. I will just be sitting at home. Partying, <laughs> slut dropping on the dance floor. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I don't know what I'm doing for New Year's Eve. I always get anxiety about these big events mm. because, again, I don't have friends. <laughs> And I'm just like, do you want to sit on the couch with me? I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I can't think of a better New Year's Eve night. Yeah. It's never it's never what you expect it will be. No. Because like no. you think it's going to be the best party ever and it never is. No, it's not. And like what you were saying is true. Like the build up mm. is always mm. better than the evening. It's like pre-drinks is always better than when you're at than the club. going out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or when you get to come home from going out and you're just like with the inner circle and you're like, oh my God, did you see that person? Yeah. They were looking at this person yeah. all night. But the actual event. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. I hate it. No. Yeah. Not here for it. <laughs> Not here for it. Well, this is what we're talking about today. We're talking about hangovers mm. specifically, but about getting drunk, doing embarrassing things, mm. and then remembering it the next day. Yeah. Because it, it hurts. It hurts. So I call it anxiety. Mm. Hangover anxiety. I get it. I love it. A few people call it a shame over. Yeah. <laughs> or just called the fear. I mean, I get that. Yeah. It is fearful. <laughs> yeah. There has been a time where I did something embarrassing and yeah. I was just like, I just shut it out. I was like, no, it's not returning. Yeah. No. <laughs> like your PTSD trauma response is just to completely wipe the memory. Yep, yeah. 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 You, like, you black out and, you know, like little pieces start coming back in. But I was just like, absolutely no, 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 not. No, no, no. no, no Never no, happened. No, no. <laughs> Never happened. I also feel like I didn't get like anxiety until I started getting older. Yeah. Like when I was like 18, 19, I would definitely do embarrassing things, but I would take it in my stride and be like, that's fine. I'm hot. Like, <laughs> like own it. People thought it was funny when I showed my vagina accidentally. <laughs> Did that but happen? No. Okay. <laughs> it just came on the top of my head. 
<laughs> but like, do you know what I mean? Like, or just like, you know, when I vomited in the middle of the club, like it's fine. Yeah. Like everyone does that. Yeah. But the thing is like, I, when you get older, like when, I feel like once I got past 22 or 23, it was like, no, I do. I, I need to have some self-respect here mm. and I need to take ownership and responsibility for the things that I do when I'm drunk. Maybe there is something in that. Like maybe mm. when you're a teenager, you're just like, yeah, it's okay that I do this embarrassing thing. It's things. fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, after a certain age, you're just like, why did I do that? Like when you were, when you were younger, it was like so funny to publicly vomit because you were too drunk. But <laughs> the last time I vomited because I was too drunk, I was so ashamed. <laughs> Where did you vomit though? Oh no, this is really shameful. <laughs> Come on, that's what we're doing. I um, I was at my, I was at my friend's house. Yeah, uh, maybe like eighteen months ago, two years ago, and I was with my friend who's my age and her little brother, uh-huh. and he had just finished his HSC, <laughs> which is your final so, exams. Your the final end of exams. high school. Yeah, so he is in high school. He's seventeen, eight, or like, I think he was just like freshly eighteen, uh-huh. and he had his friends with them, and they were all like really excited, and they were like, "Let's drink to celebrate." And I was there, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, like we'll have a few drinks to say like congratulations." to you and then they wanted to play this game called king's cup and that's where like you have a cup in the middle and you have all these cards around you and like each card has a different representation of how many drinks you do and it's essentially just to get you as drunk as possible are uh, you meant to like pour your own drink in there so it's yeah. just like this disgusting of different kinds of alcohol yeah, yeah. in this one cup yeah it's disgusting and, and if you get a king you have to skull it right yeah if you get the final king oh. you have to skull that cup it is an atrocious game that yeah when you're a young teenager of course is really really interesting but again when you start to get self-respect and you're like i'm not drinking to get fucked up in 40 minutes no. i'm drinking so i can last until 10 30 or 11 o'clock at night yeah but i'm with i'm with 18 year olds so i'm like all right let's do it i yeah. haven't done this in years yeah. um they were all fine i was not <laughs> i got so drunk because so maybe your quickly. tolerance is a little not as good no it wasn't it was really embarrassing and like i wasn't drinking vodka i was drinking cider like i wasn't going that's a bit embarrassing so embarrassing maybe it was hard cider yeah. <laughs> it was that mercury stuff huge standard drinks per can anyway so i go i got really drunk and then i was like i need to go to the bathroom and i projectile vomited all over their bathroom and i messaged tom i messaged my partner and went you need to come get me right now and i cleaned everything up well good for you because i'm an adult drunk, i'm not an 18 year old drunk me can't handle the cleaning oh well I was so ashamed. I couldn't let anyone see this. You probably did a really bad job of it. Oh, though. probably, yeah. Probably <laughs> like, did an awful yeah, job. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, and yeah. The, thing, the thing with vomiting alcohol, like just alcohol up, is um, most of the time it's clear. So you could look at it and be like, yeah, but yeah. you've probably left a lot of vomit everywhere because yeah. it doesn't show up that easily. It's not like you've got chunks, which is kind of beneficial in this situation. I didn't want chunks. But anyway, I cleaned it up. I texted my friend from her bathroom, gotta go. Sorry, <laughs> bye. Bye. Because I had vomit on me as well. Like I had oh. vomit on, me, on my own clothes. I've vomited in so many places. Yeah. A lot of the stories I was given by followers were about vomit. I tried yeah. to pick ones that weren't about vomit just because it's just like, yeah, we all vomit. We do, but it's, it, it is it is embarrassing the older you get. Do you know what happens to me when I'm drunk? Mm. I pee. As in, oh. I mean, like, everyone pees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, my bladder control yeah. goes out the out window. The when I was 18, I was walking home from the station to my parents' house. It was, it was such a long walk. It was like 10 minutes. Oh, well, how are you going to make that work? Couldn't hold it. Mm. I was like, I need a wee. So I went to hide behind a tree mm. so that the oncoming cars couldn't see me. So I like, pulled up my dress, 
pulled out my underwear, squatted behind this tree. And I could see these headlights coming. And as the car got closer and closer, it's like the tree trunk shrunk. (laughs) And it got smaller and smaller. Did your eyes like adjust? Your drunken eyes went, wait, hang on, this isn't a tree, it's a shrub. It was a sapling. (laughs) Oh, it actually was. So I was just squatting in the middle of this park. Dress up under my boots and my undies down, just like half naked, oh my squatting God. in a park. Look, I actually really rate squatting. And I there was like there was a time where I was like going to the gym really regularly and I tracked that I was getting stronger and fitter by I had to drunkenly squat and I was like Oh, I'm not even close to falling. Like, my legs, they're holding me up. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, you are killing this. Your thighs are still. Because you can squat and pee. Because I can squat and pee when I'm drunk. Like, you know, when you do squat and pee and you're drunk, sometimes you'll be like, whoa. Fall into your own And, you know, are you spreading your feet far away enough because you don't want the wee on your shoes? Yeah. It's a whole thing. It is. You know? I really, like, guys have it so easy. Oh, so easy. Like she wees, who's going to carry that around to the club, honestly? <laughs> Pull it out of your purse. <laughs> or like strap it onto yourself. No, it just doesn't work. And no. also like the other thing, because the other thing that gets me with peeing in public is you've got to like shake the final bits of wee out of you and you never do fully, right? So you're actually just copying, yeah, I'm, I'm putting wee on my underwear and it's like quite substantial and you just have to pretend like you're not feeling it the whole rest of your night. Whereas men don't have that problem. No, they, they have a little shake. Yeah, and they just do a little one too. Back on the on the hangover side of it, mm. I don't know what, a, what it is about alcohol, but the liquid courage you have. Oh, the things you think you can get away so with. So regardless of just bodily fluids just coming out of every orifice, mm, mm. the shit you do when drunk. The shit I say. And the shit you say. Oh, my God. There's no filter. No. And also you just become talented at things you, you cannot do sober. <laughs> just like, yeah, I can do the worm. I'm going to do the worm. I'm Wake up it. with bruises tomorrow. Yeah. Alcohol's dangerous. And like, I think... I feel like some situations it's like a placebo effect. Like you always hear about like liquid courage. And sometimes I'll tell myself like that little half glass of champagne that I'm going to drink is going to give me the confidence to do a big speech. And it's not. It's the confidence within me and I just needed that placebo. Yeah. But when you are really hammered and then you wake up the next day and go, fuck, I didn't need I didn't need to explain myself that clear, like over the top to my coworker. No. Like My coworker didn't need to hear about my childhood traumas in death. (laughs) Yeah, or like people breaking up with people. But I guess, you know, there's that saying, like drunk words are sober thoughts. So maybe maybe it's the push you needed to end that toxic relationship (laughs) or to tell your boss that they're shit. But that's why you have the anxiety because it's like, fuck. Oh, Oh, I really laid myself out there. I always find myself like I'll say like what I do think, but it's like, just really rude judgments. Like I went, I went back to the, I lived on like a coastal town for a few years in high school. And I went back there a little while ago and I was, I got really drunk with my friends and we went to the local servo after the drinks before we went home. And obviously everyone knows everyone in this like town. And so we're talking to the guy behind the servo and like my friends know him. He's a little bit younger, but someone that we went to high school with is like working with him. And I can't be sure exactly what I said, but I I made a few comments about like, they need to grow up, like they're still stuck in this town and rah, rah, rah. And in the moment I was like, yeah, I'm going to say what I think. I haven't spoken to that person in years and they need to know what I think about them. Yeah, it's really essential they know what I think. <laughs> they need to know. I, 
<laughs> they probably haven't thought about me in five years. <laughs> and then the next morning when I woke up and this, I actually still think about it regularly. I'm like, my God, if they actually did hear what I'd said about them, like if it got back to them, I'm mortified. They did not need to know what I think about how they're doing in life when I haven't even seen or spoken to them in five years. Wasn't essential. Wasn't essential. <laughs> Everything that I'm saying is assumptions. <laughs> it's not even factual. And next time they see you and they're drunk, they're going to be like, you're a bitch. Yeah. But you know what? That is factual because at least they have a reason. Yeah. I'm just strolling into a service station at you're two in the morning shit. going, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah. Bit fucked. And that's why you shouldn't drink to that level. Nobody should drink. Ever. No one should ever drink. This is why I got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to retain. Not because you wanted a baby. No. <laughs> Just because. No. I needed to drinking. start a sober journey. Yeah. No yeah, kidding. I know. I'm. I've really tried to stop getting blind drunk because mm. I, but mostly just because of bodily fluids, really. Yeah, and the yeah, next yeah. morning as well. Yeah. When I was, I got really drunk in Berlin. Didn't see one second of Berlin. I arrived oh. at night, wasted. Did not see any of it. But the next morning, because I was in a hostel, the cleaners came through and like cleaned the bathroom and whatever, mm. and I was just in bed dying. And then I got up to vomit mm. in the toilet, and then I was like, oh, I need to shit. And this is what we said before. Mine's not a grog bog. Mine is explosive <laughs> diarrhea. Sat down on the toilet, started going. Yeah. And then I had the urge to vomit again. No. And I was like, oh, which no, end? No. I was like, which end do I put in the toilet? No. Did you have a sink near you? No. Oh. I chose the right option. I vomited on the floor. Okay. Because yeah, I feel like vomit, like you said, it's clear. It's easier to clean it's up. It's fine to clean up. Imagine shit is I, not. Don't shit, don't is shit not. on the floor. But the thing was like the force of a vomit, right? It's just projectile out by then. You know when you like vomit and sometimes you fart? <laughs> it's just squating from both sides. <laughs> I was just nonstop, just tapped it by then. This is disgusting. But yeah, it was funny. Oh but I felt God. really bad because the cleaner had already cleaned the rooms and I, my sister who was there with me had to be like, Can you come back and clean the bathroom again? Because I didn't have it in me to clean it. I was too sick, which is why I was really surprised that drunk you was able to clean that bathroom. Well, some of us have standards. (laughs) Some some of us have morals, Maddie. (laughs) Poor thing. Never get drunk. Just don't do it. If anyone's under 18 listening to this, just don't don't do do it. it. It's It's not not worth worth it. it. (laughs) It's not. But it kind of is, though. Sometimes you say some funny things when you're drunk. Should we move on? Yeah. So now it's time for a segment called Tell Me About It. This is a segment where I put a call out on my Instagram and I ask my followers to share their funny stories. I ask them to share some anxiety moments Mm. or like things that they did when they were drunk that they got embarrassed about or like it came back to them the next day and they felt the shame and the anxiety. And I got some of the best ones here. So let's get through it. Yeah. You're ready? You're ready? I want to hear the embarrassing stories. (laughs) I got in a cab with some friends. I said to the cab driver, I've never kissed a cab driver before. So we did. No. Was he attractive? Was that a lead in? Like, did you think he was? I've never had a cute cab driver, though. They're always over the age of 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. I wonder. He needed some. Yeah. It's a a story. It's a story that now you can tell your friends forever i kissed a cab driver i just want to think about this journey though like was he driving did he pull over <laughs> to kiss you were your friends in the car like filming oh no maybe not filming that's inappropriate yeah <laughs> oh okay well you do you yeah live your life with your, your cab driver okay 
I give you my blessing. The only the only experiences I know of people in cabs is like when they're too drunk and the cab's like, you got to go. Like, you got to get out of here. Yeah, or like when you vomit in the cab and then you have to pay for the, oh, the cleaning. Yeah. Or you just have to be like, I, can you pull over? I just have to try to just cheeky vomit at the door. <laughs> yeah. Next one. I deep-throated a cucumber on video chat while wine drunk while chatting to my now husband. <laughs> okay, no, because wine drunk is a real thing. It's a different kind. It's a di- like there are different types of drunk. And so there's tequila drunk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're feisty when you're tequila drunk. There's something about brown liqueur, which like everyone talks about. Like if you drink whiskey. Angry? Yeah, yeah, you it's get angry. angry. And wine drunk. I just feel like wine drunk for me, I get really like middle-aged woman yeah, trying but- to like uh, let go of herself yeah okay you know like i i feel like i'm like 47 and i'm trapped at home with three kids <laughs> and i finally got a night out and so i'm trying to be wild but my wild isn't that wild because i haven't done anything in 20 years it's a bit sloppy yeah yeah so, <laughs> so it's like deep throat I'll, a cucumber. I'll deep throat a cucumber it's not that crazy <laughs> like it makes sense <laughs> yeah you know it fits it fits it's quite funny because i don't think they were married then obviously i'm really really happy for you that you that i'm glad it worked, it worked out for you but like are you trying like is that meant to be a turn on like <laughs> like look what i can do with this cucumber <laughs> maybe she hadn't given him a head job yet so she was just like look, look. <laughs> so why in my mind am i going to the cucumber that's like half a meter <laughs> those <long>. big lebanese <laughs> cucumbers yeah, yeah yeah and they're always wrapped in plastic at the shops and in my mind that's the one that she's deep throating (laughs) really going for it maybe it's like you know those magicians with swords where (laughs) it just keeps going Anyway, I'm glad it worked. What with a husband. great magic trick! Yeah, well, that's what that's what locked him in. Yeah. He's just like, you can do that. Done. Done. Put a ring. We're on in. It. <laughs> I climbed a tree in my tiny nightdress. Okay. Oh, okay. And then vomited down like rain on my bestie. Oh. Okay. Well, that's that's gonna end a night for you, isn't it? Mm. Have you ever had someone vomit on you? No. It is the worst <laughs> feeling. Actually, oh, because it's a bit warm. No, no, not like it's the worst feeling physically, just emotionally. (laughs) It ruins your night. Like, because I had someone vomit on me on my New Year's a few years ago. Yes, and I like I went to go to the bathroom and the door was opening, and oh, maybe I just finished going to the bathroom and I opened the door and someone had to vomit and they went through their hands and went on my face. It wasn't a a crazy amount, like it was fixable, but I was like. From this point forward, the night is ruined <laughs> and it was only 8 p.m. And I was like, Wow, that's very early for her to be vomiting. Yeah, he wasn't a good drunk, oh, obviously. <laughs> this is like, the thing with being drunk and vomiting, though. Like, he stood there and just, like, mm. let it happen. Like, yeah. you know, there's a, there's a way that you can avoid vomiting on someone's face. You just bend over a little bit. Absolutely. You just, or you just put your head down and you vomit on yourself. And maybe, like, not when you're entering a room where you don't know if there's anyone else there. Yeah. Look, there was a lot of variables that I wish I could have changed about that moment. But it seems to happen a lot. And I've never it done it, so and I've never had it done, so I guess like it's it's unavoidable. <laughs> it's gonna happen to you one if day. If you're gonna vomit, it's gonna be on someone. Yeah, and look, if it doesn't happen to you soon, just wait till I pop this child out. I'll get really <laughs> drunk and I'll just vomit on you, just so you can be a part of it. <laughs> I really want that. Great, thank great. you. Lock it in. It's on my it's on my bucket list. I'll get- see you March next year. <laughs> I need maybe a month post baby. <laughs> great, love it. When you're wine drunk, yeah, with yeah, your yeah. baby at home and you're trying to let go, you're exactly. gonna vomit on me. Exactly, love it. <laughs> I passed out in front of my space heater and woke up with third degree burns. Fuck. That's bad. How drunk are you that your skin is boiling? Like boiling. Melting. Melting. <laughs> Melting away. And you don't wake up. And you don't wake up. Like is that like 
heater on bare skin? Did you have clothes on and then they melted in I'm with getting, your skin? I'm getting goosebumps. It's gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have slept on the road before. I've slept on, on the road. <laughs> on the road. No, on the. I've slept on like the um, what's it called? Like the front door stoop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Out yeah, the front yeah. Of, a, of an Airbnb in Scotland once. Scotland. <laughs> I slept there overnight and I passed out. <laughs> that was fun. It's a bit embarrassing. I was doing the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and I had to perform a show the next day. I was very, very, very hungover. That really was, gives me um. Lewis Capaldi vibes. <laughs> I was backstage like in fetal position and then I'd go on and perform. And this show that I was doing was about sex and poo. <laughs> so on brand for yeah. me. It was about sex and poo. And there was a sketch that I did where I was a sex shop assistant and I was like giving a tour of this sex shop. Mm. But all of the audience members were all of the sex toys. Oh, it was very fun. That does sound fun. I would like to be involved. It was very fun. Yeah. But I was very, very hungover. Oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, she fell asleep in front of a heater and burnt herself. Burnt herself. That's now I have a checklist when I'm drunk. Turn off the heater. Well, you get really cold. Do you? Yeah. When you're drunk. Well, because it's always a time of night that you're going to bed where it's like very cold. I feel like if I'm really drunk, it's like nothing really matters because I'm just going to fall asleep like this. (laughs) (laughs) Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever like fall asleep when you're drunk and you wake up and you like have no memory of actually getting into the bed? Yeah. Like, like, and it's like, the theory that like as soon as you get home your brain goes into like safe mode so it's like oh fine, fine. Like, i've been working really hard to try and keep you safe <laughs> now you're here i don't remember fuck off it. like i'm going to bed i i'm thinking like this one time that i got really drunk and yeah my brain switched off when i got home but i where i was living i had like really steep stairs that i had to get up <laughs> to get into my um apartment and when i woke up the next morning i was like still in all my clothes my makeup and i i think i'd slept like this the whole time <laughs> uh with like my hands above my my head yeah um and as soon as i woke up i was like how the fuck did i do those stairs like sometimes i fall on them sober yeah. so <laughs> how did i manage them drunk how did i get up and i tried to speak to my roommate and i was like was they really loud and they were like no it's fine and i was like <laughs> drunk me is more coordinated than yeah. sober me it's a bit embarrassing like did i get an elevator secretly <laughs> and then i just got trolleyed into my room <laughs> jumped up you just levitated up the stairs yeah well it feels like that sometimes when you're drunk you're yeah just floating yeah truly <laughs> okay next one I made my friends lick my nipple piercing in the club. Oh. Sexy. I mean, I feel like I know people that would do that sober. I wouldn't be embarrassed by that. Mm. I'd be like, yeah. Like lick, if you've got a nipple lick, piercing. Lick my nipple show piercing. It off. Look at it. Yeah. You'd get kicked out, but yeah, do it. Yeah. There's like, there's like some clubs where I feel like it's acceptable to get like <laughs> naked. Like a sex club? Yeah. <laughs> No, but I always like I keep seeing these pop ups of clubs like around, especially like around Sydney where we live, yeah. where they're like trying to be like more open, free the nip, yeah, free the nipple, like express yourself. Yeah, but that's different. It's different to show your nips and then have somebody <laughs> lick it. True, you know that's actually a really valid point. That is <laughs> that is crossing the line to like I a bit so. a bit sexual. But you're proud of your nipple piercing, so show it off and yeah. get people to lick it. If it was a man, it would be fine. <laughs> Maybe not, but you know. I don't know. <laughs> Next one is I told my gay male friend that I really wanted to suck his cock. <laughs> really loudly, apparently. Okay. <laughs> I wonder how that made him feel. A bit inappropriate. He'd probably be like, you know, I've, I can get better. <laughs> well, because this is a thing. I find that like a, a guy would probably be better at sucking dick than a girl would because they have one. I, Do you know what I mean? You know, I was about to say I don't, I don't agree because men have never had to suck a penis, but the type of men that would want to suck a penis – Probably have yes. because they're interested in it. Yes. And my mind went to a straight man. Oh. Not a gay man. <laughs> I see. But that's because straight men typically are bad at giving oral sex because that's, you know, that's the trope. Yeah. I feel like if somebody wants to be sucking a 
cock, it's because they want to suck a cock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're probably into it and attracted to it <laughs> and well within their rights Otherwise, to do what they, they want to do. It? And I, yeah, now that I think about it from a perspective of men that do like doing that. <laughs> of course they would be good at it. They would be better at it than I would be. Just yeah. like with girls, if a yeah. girl is giving another girl head, she's most likely going to be good at it because she has a vagina. Yes. yes, yes. But I do think like if I was to give head to a woman right now, I think I'd be awful at it. Really? As someone that's, I, I think I, I tried it once for like a, a few minutes. It took me a while to get used to it. Yeah. I, I was definitely I do think nervous. You need you need training. Yeah. And I feel like you'd be, you'd get there easier because you know the ins and outs of the products that yes. you're about to embark in. Yes. Um, but definitely the first few it times. take practice. Oh, I, was, I think I'd be awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you probably will never find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Okay, this is gross. I gave a blowjob to some hippie ass, the ocean is my bath penis, and the next day I had a throat infection. I really <gasps> like the way that she oh. did that. Hippie ass, the ocean is my bath penis. <laughs> throat infection. Well, you need that intro to understand why there's an infection in your throat afterwards. Yeah. But I didn't know that this was a thing until I was like 21, that you could get infections from giving blowjobs yeah. to like dirty penises. Dentists can also tell if you've been giving a blowjob because it like you it bruises. Bruise it. Yeah. Oh, need to plan when you go to the dentist. Yeah. That you're not doing those things. Oh, do it and own it. Yeah. But this is the thing. Like when you're drunk, you have mm. no filter about what you put in your body. Yeah. Food, alcohol and dicks. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You just put yeah. it all in your mouth. You just go for it. <laughs> and there's no like, let's have a sexy shower. Mm, <laughs> like mm. wash yourself before yeah. you get inside me. Yeah. And it's like you've been sweating in a club and dancing. I'm going to put that Disgusting. in. I know. It actually sounds <laughs> revolting Yeah, it's to awful. Do yeah, I know. But I also know that you like having a shower before sex. I do. I like yeah. being clean before yeah. I get doity. Same. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> Very clever. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I sent my crush a video of me fingering myself while watching Lord of the Rings. And also, like, hence the crush, not someone that I'm actually sleeping with. That's forward if you are with them. Yeah. It's out of line if you're not with them. But why Lord of the Rings? <laughs> like, is the sound on? The Lord of the Rings, and it's like the fighting music. You shall not pass. <laughs> and you're just like, showing, you'll never get in my vagina or something. <laughs> oh, my God. That is bold. <laughs> That's bold. If someone sent me that, it wouldn't... It wouldn't get me to be with them. Left on red. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> blocked. <laughs> like, absolutely blocked. Mm. Maybe I, don't do that again. No. Yeah. No. I think you got a bit too wine drunk in that moment. She did. She got a bit too fearless. Yeah. Also, like, I, I never send nudes. Yeah. Good. N- never send nudes because you just don't know what's going to happen. Don't know what's going to happen to Especially them Especially not a really graphic video of you fingering yourself. Like, I mean, like, if you show your butt <laughs> a little bit, like, that's okay. That's, that's, you're just giving away everything. That's just straight up porn. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> He There's just, nothing softcore about the that. The reason he didn't reply is because he just thought he left the last porn video open on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, let me just close that uh, whatever. video. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it didn't turn into a relationship because she only wrote crush. Just crush. Mm. Yeah, I wish I could get some, like, uh, context into how that went afterwards. Also, like, we talk about anxiety with saying inappropriate things. <laughs> I would consider never leaving my room again yeah. if I woke up and I was like, 
I did that. And you wouldn't know until the next day because you'd see it in like your (laughs) message thread. Or what if you woke up to a message being like, hey, why did you think that this was okay? Or like, (gasps) we need to talk. Oh. Oh. Imagine getting a we need to talk after you've gotten really drunk. Oh, no. That would. Oh. Destroy me. Yeah. You'd never drink again. I'd call in sick to my life. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Just, no. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm just putting the blanket over me. Goodbye. Dying of shame. Fair. (laughs) Fair Is that fair? Great. Next one. I stole all of the traffic cones from a roadworks, woke up with 15 in my bed and one full of vomit. They're heavy. That's brilliant. They're heavy. That is, see, that wouldn't give me anxiety. I would be so proud of myself. I'd be like, I'm fucking funny. (laughs) I stole traffic cones. I used to love stealing signs, street signs. No, there was a stage where everyone did that, though. Oh, am I not unique for that? I thought that was good. Whenever I went into, like, a uni share house, because I lived at home throughout all of uni, so, like, you know, my mum was very strict about how our bedrooms had to be. One time I changed the direction of my bed and I came back from school and she'd put it back oh like could not change she loves control and <laughs> thanks mom <laughs> um but i went into this like uni share house and they would just have like stop signs and like street signs yeah i had just... a no under 18s not allowed in my room we all thought it was really funny thought it was like hilarious. That, that was the decor of the time yeah. <laughs> it put, picture this it's 2014 <laughs> i'm 18 yeah. and my 16 year old cousin is trying to get in my room and i just go excuse me look at the sign <laughs> No, under 18 years, allowed. That's like no boys allowed. Yeah. <laughs> You've just graduated. I've graduated from 8 to 18. It's very good. Everyone did that. But yes, okay, well, I thought I was unique. <laughs> Moving you, on. You are. You are special. I'm not unique. <laughs> I am special, but apparently not uniquely special. <laughs> I aggressively made out with a guy and unscrewed and swallowed the round end of his tongue piercing. Skill. That's yeah. What are you doing with your tongue? She's skilled. With you her should tongue. teach classes. She's one of those girls that can you get a cherry stem or oh. like a, and, and and tie a knot in it. I yeah, 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 yeah. She'd be really good at giving girls head. Yeah. What that tongue do? Where that tongue go? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's really hard. Like you have to really grip it to unscrew that. Yeah. I think that's a claim. You know, I would maybe be embarrassed. maybe not a claim that you're making out with someone that has a tongue piercing. No, and then um, you now also have like a little ball bearing in your body. In your body, you swallowed it. Are you looking for it in your poop? <laughs> <laughs> It'll pass, hopefully. But I, I wouldn't be embarrassed. I'd own it. I'd no, be like, no, fuck no. yeah! Look yeah. at that skill I have. Yeah, again, that's not giving me the anxiety. I'd put that on my Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> no, get a quote from them directly. Like she was good, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. I think that's really, really yeah. great. No, that's very, that's. That's very cool. Um, next one. I told my mother-in-law that I wanted to have a threesome with her son. Oh, no. I mean, it depends on no, how, it no. depends on how she reacted. <laughs> Maybe she's one of those really supportive mother like mothers. Are you asking to have a threesome with your partner and his mum? Or are you saying like I'm sharing with my mother-in-law like we're thinking about having a threesome with someone else? Because I went to having a threesome with the mum. Oh, so am I wrong? I didn't read that way, but. <laughs> Is this? We need more context. Surely not. I'm probably wrong. She's probably just being like, oh, I overshared and said we're looking into doing threesome, which is still quite weird. And I'm not into it. Maybe her son has an incest fetish. (laughs) Are we going too far? Are we going too far? That's too deep. (laughs) That's too deep. It's a mummy's boy. Sometimes no, funny, no, it's like stop. just fucking awful. Stop because you your mum's his mum's name during <gasps> sex. Or, or he just says mum. Or 
No, 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 no. There are some, not that they would fuck their mums, but there are some boys that are like so in love with their mums. Yeah, no, it's quite creepy. You don't want it. I feel like that's the one, like, if you see that, run. Just run for the hills. You are never going to be good enough. Yeah, it's a red flag. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> I I think making any discussion about sex in front of, like, your parents, I find it really difficult. And, like, my parents are, like, semi-open. Like, my dad's, like, will make jokes about it, but only in reference to him. Yes. And my mum is just very open. Like, I feel like she would be fine with me being like, mum, these are my favourite positions and Tom and I do this. Yeah. I don't want that relationship and I, I can't stand the idea of I turned into like an 11 year old where I'm like, stop it. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Actually, recently, because my family listened to the podcast, mm. I feel like a boundary has been crossed now because we <laughs> talk about sex in the podcast. Yeah. I went to a family event this week where they were sharing stories and I just was like mortified and I was like, guys, just because I talk about it in the podcast yeah. doesn't mean I want to talk about it with you. With you. Yeah. No, it's very different. Like there's confident and there's things that I don't want to correlate with you when I yeah. look you in the face. Like my mum started telling me some stories about my dad and I was like, mum, stop. <laughs> about your dad as well. Like at least my parents are separated when my mum's talking about sex. It's not my dad. Oh, no. That's not okay. No, no. And oh. I like, I appreciate that you're supporting me and you're listening, but I want to hear that. <laughs> Can you just support me and listen to it with no volume? <laughs> just, <laughs> just let the episode play. Just let it go and but be like, listen. woo, I'm there. Awful. Yeah, no. Don't talk about sex with your parents. No. Or your mother-in-law. No. You know, it's, it's all the same. My elderly neighbour is very proud of her flower garden. She's working on it almost every day. I had a handwritten note slipped under my front door thanking me for watering her flowers that morning. Turns out I can't hold my wee five metres away from my own garden. Are you, like, spraying it? <laughs> Is this letter sarcastic? Did she watch you pee on them? I think it's very much sarcastic. Oh, okay, okay. She put watering in, in... In quotations? Yes. Oh, okay, Thank yep, yep, yep. watering oh, my okay. garden. Yeah, no. Okay, all right, all right. I was reading it wrong again. No, pissed in the garden. Oh. Pissed on the flowers. How do you face your neighbours after that? You can't. You got to move out. Do you buy them? An, do you buy them a flower, like in a pot? Be like, sorry. I feel like that's a, like that's actually just throwing salt in the wound. <laughs> just buy them a pot of flowers. <laughs> yeah, not good. Pee not in good. your own garden. Yeah, and if also you're gonna pee, that stuff isn't good for flowers. No, I had a friend vomit in my mum's garden when we were younger. It's too acidic. It's too acidic. It killed her plants. Yeah, and she knew it straight away. She went, "Someone's vomited in my plants, <laughs> and you've killed my plants that I've worked on really hard." Vomit and pee in your own garden, guys. <laughs> Keep it in your own backyard, please. <laughs> Jesus. I told the guy I was kissing that I knew he had a small dick, and I was fine with it. <laughs> you have a small penis. But I'm okay with it. (laughs) See, that's the kind of stuff that I'll say. And that's where it's like, you're a fucking idiot. You need to keep some things to yourself. (laughs) You need to learn what's an inside voice and what's What's an an outside outside voice. voice. You don't tell them that. I would have so much anxiety about that. Like, yeah. I, oh, I would just have the hardest time looking at them. Trauma-inducing. Yes, you know. Oh, poor thing. And you were just being honest. He probably does have a small penis. Once and again, you're okay with it. But once again, there is nothing wrong with a small penis. No, there's not. But it's probably just the way that you worded it that made it seem like <laughs> it's not okay, but I'm okay with it. It's a bit rude. I feel like, so we've got wine drunk that's going to make you like a bit more like vibrant. Like you want to be out there. Which one makes you honest? I feel like... For me personally, it's champagne because I get really like giggly or like bubbly stuff, you know, mm. Prosecco and all that stuff. Because mm-hmm. I do love a sparkling wine. Oh, do yeah, a sparkling love a wine. <laughs> 
love a prosecco, and there's something there's something about like prosecco and stuff that just makes me a bit like, ooh, <laughs> I can do it. I can get away with anything. I'm crazy. Whatever I want. Woo! It makes you a woo girl. Yeah, it does. Woo. It does make me a bit of a woo girl. And I I was like really drunk on prosecco at a friend's twenty first, and um her dad was doing a speech, being like, oh, I just want to thank everyone that came. We know that some people had to fly, and I apparently heckled and went, that's me. I had to fly. <laughs> So, you know, that's the kind of confidence that we need to rein in yeah. <laughs> when so, you're drunk. So why do you drink bubbly <laughs> if you know that that's what it does to you? Because it's still fun, you know. You, you shake your shoulders. You sh- you're shaking no your titties. <laughs> shake your titties. Shake your titties for the champers. I signed up for Farmer Wants a Wife. I have it's my, already good. <laughs> I have my third and final interview tomorrow. <laughs> so you went through with it. I mean, you just wanted confidence. You wanted liquid courage. Were you drunk or was it placebo effect? And you just wanted to be on farm once a while. Actually, I got a lot of stories of people like kissing random people, but now they're married. Oh, that's cute. So maybe drunk, you actually did some good things. Yeah. This is what I mean. Like drunk words are sober thoughts. Like sometimes it makes you do Things that you things should, that have, you should done. have done. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you don't know what Farmer Wants a Wife is, it's a reality. It's actually a very uniquely Australian is idea. It? it sounds like it. It's a um, reality TV show where these farmers want wives and it's a dating. <laughs> it's kind of like The Bachelor, but with farmers. farmers. And they don't give roses. They just go on and it's just, And it's just one woman for one guy. No. Isn't it? No, no, no. At the moment, there's a season I watched the first episode. There's three farmers and each farmer has six girls. Oh, I thought it was one woman, one man. No, no, no. Then why? How, then how is it a dating show if there's not multiple girls? I was going from like a um, married at first sight approach. Oh, I see. But farmer edition. <laughs> <laughs> this girl, she's maybe she got on it. I hope it works if out If you're for listening you. to this, can you let me know if you're on it? Because yeah. that would be great. Um, drunk things, good. Um, good for okay. you. <laughs> I was in the smoking area with my friends and I just started learning judo. <laughs> so I decided that that was the right time to take all their legs out from under them. <laughs> That's quite funny. Knockout. That's KO. quite funny. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think anything that you do like physicality wise <laughs> when you're drunk always ends up being a really good story. I can do the splits when I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> But I can't. <laughs> but but you're going to really go for it, you know? <laughs> it's like, okay, so I feel like if you're really drunk, you don't want to make a decision that's going to impact you the next day or the next week, you know? So doing something physically in the moment, eh, whatever, it's fine. You just had some fun. It's not yeah. really going to kill you the next day. But if you make a decision to join Farmer's Wife. <laughs> or, yeah, that's that's clever. Or you pee on your neighbor's garden yeah. and you have to deal with those consequences. But I feel like you don't have the capacity to, to, register. to register if it's good or not. And that's yeah. the point. That's the reason why being drunk is so bad. And the next day it comes back to you oh. and haunts you forever. Well, I wish for everyone that we only just do dumb things like try and do the splits. Yeah. Or judo kick everyone <laughs> in the smoking section. I don't know if friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I slapped my friend with my naked boobs in front of 12 other friends. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm into it. <laughs> I just like the sound of the flesh on flesh. Yeah. <laughs> a little soft slap. And like, when you say you slap them, like, if you have large boobs, like me, for instance, like, you would, like, get your hand in it, you know? Like, you'd, like, move your yeah, hand. Yeah, I like couldn't it. do anything with mine. <laughs> ah, that's quite good. I just, I just imagining that, like, this is the flesh on flesh sound. That's what I love. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you ready for the final one? I love it. Is that not? Should we not just end on that? We can. We can. We can swap them. 
Last one. A random guy peed in public. I leaned over and looked at it hmm. and I screamed, ha ha, uncircumcised. <laughs> oh my God. You're getting shamed in this day and age. That's not <laughs> something to be shamed about. Yeah, I have a bit of extra skin. Oh, that poor man. <laughs> you know, he's, he's just trying to live his life. Yeah. His uncircumcised <laughs> life. He's just trying to fucking do a piss. Yeah. Like, who asked you yeah. to come over and be the judge of, of whether or not he's circumcised? I I didn't even want to start the circumcision debate. No. <laughs> it's probably too heavy to go into. Too heavy. But I don't think... <laughs> I don't think it's very fair to just like scream your situation. Yeah. Imagine if someone, imagine if I like looked down your shirt and went, she's got nipples. They're not inverted. Not inverted, guys. She's got nipples. Good for <laughs> just you. to let you all know. Well, that's all I have for you for Tell Me About It. If you would like to contribute, you can follow me on Instagram. My handle's Maddie McRae, kind of. Anyway. It's a- got Maddie and it's got McRae in there. <laughs> Why am I so caught up about this fucking handle? Anyway. <laughs> it's always about the underscores with you, Maddie. You need to let it go. <laughs> the link is in the bio of the episode. Um, go follow me. I'll occasionally put a call out and you can contribute to this segment. Um, but that's all we have for this episode and I'll see you next time. I will see you soon. See ya. Bye. <laughs>